this is a new one for me, I have to admit. I haven't really thought a lot about space mining. I've heard a little bit about it, but it's getting to be a, a more serious thing, even though it sounds like something straight out of a science fiction movie. This industry is becoming closer to reality, and apparently there are quite a few countries that are looking to be a part of this new space trade. So then we started thinking about that. How do we decide which areas in space are divided? Is this some new kind of free-for-all out there? Well, our contributor, Scott Chance, decided to find out. One of the things that it feels like we uh, keep hearing about is this idea of um, mining asteroids. Now, I guess for all of us people who are like sort of laymen, we think of like that movie Armageddon where they like fly into space with a mining team and drill down and, and mine like literally for, for precious metals and that type of thing from asteroids. Is that, is that what this would actually look like? Absolutely. That is exactly what it would look like. Although the first miners will probably be robots. Um, that is exactly the, the dream of our, of our potential space miners is get to an asteroid because they're filled with rare earth metals. I mean, you've heard more and more people say our first trillionaire is going to come from space from an asteroid. Um, but just we're a long way away from that reality. Okay. When you say long way away, like what do you mean like 10 years, like 100 years, like what qualifies as a long way away? I'm thinking about 80, 60 to 80 years. Okay. I mean, we, we have not even actually, yeah, we haven't even made it to the moon to mine the moon. And that's, that's our neighbor right there. Uh, it's going to be a long time before we actually get anything back from an asteroid. So if that's the case, how do we actually know that there is valuable things worth mining up on these asteroids and, and moons and other potential planets? So we have had a, a couple of return missions. We've sent spacecraft to asteroids and they've come back with samples. And so we know um, just from you know, actual reality what's in those asteroids from those samples. We also have some really smart scientists who've been studying. We have infrared um, imagery um, where we're able to sort of look from, from here on Earth to see and make conjectures about what those asteroids are made of. And scientists will say, you know, the way the universe was started, all these materials were sort of formed together, and there's all sorts of theories about um, the, the rare Earth metals, you know, are rare on Earth because of the way we were formed, um, but they're not rare on asteroids because they didn't go through sort of this, this upheaval that Earth did. And so a lot of really smart scientists are saying, you know, not every asteroid is going to be a, a quote-unquote gold mine, but they are definitely out there. Okay. So now I think this is a question that probably comes up a lot. So say there's an asteroid up there that we discover has, like you say, a trillion dollars worth of, I don't know, graphite or, or so, something like that on it. Who is it basically like uh, whoever gets there first gets that? Like who has rights to, is it whose who's, who's space they're in? Like who's, who gets to decide who gets to go and get that, the, that valuable resource? So we actually, there, there are laws. We have an Outer Space Treaty, which says that um, all of space and all of the things in it, the, the treaty calls them celestial bodies, belong to all of humanity. So, and, and anything that we extract from space must be used for the benefit of all humanity. And those are great words, right? But let's be honest, <laughs> we're not all going to get to space at the same time. And so that first mover is definitely going to have the advantage. If you get to that asteroid, even though there's a, a law that says you have to share the benefits, even though it says, and we do have a law that says a state, you know, a, a nation can't claim an asteroid, we also have laws that say 
if you take a resource from an asteroid, then you then you own it and you can sell it. Interesting, because that sort of sounds like those two ideas are are stand in controversy. Like they, they, they stand opposed to each other. That the resources belong to all of us, but someone's allowed to take it and sell it. How does that work? So it, it they do, and there's a lot of conflicts within these interpretations. However, when you think about shared benefits, uh, think about what we do with space right now. Every single person on Earth, even though you might not have ever launched a satellite, um, even though you don't even care, every single person on Earth benefits from something that they what we, we receive from space. You cannot get cash from an ATM. You cannot get gas from a gas station without a satellite um, being part of that process. Um, and when we think about developing nations and, and um, uh, global south nations, um, we are sharing important information, agricultural information, weather information. All of these things benefit humanity. So when we think of the word benefit, a lot of people jump to, well, I should get a piece of the pie. Give me some of the money. Think about benefit much more broadly. Think about the benefits that we can't anticipate as yet. Think about the fact that when we get to these rare earth metals, Everybody on Earth is going to benefit from the fact that we don't have to mine Earth anymore to get the access to those same materials. Um, do you think that this is the way it's going to stay? Because, you know, like you say, we have uh, maybe 80 years before this becomes a reality. Are we going to see people, um, you know, battling over this stuff and fighting for who has claim over a certain thing and perhaps even trying to go, go into space undetected to, to mine this stuff without maybe necessarily letting people know that they're mining it. Like, is that, how complicated is this going to get? It, it is going to get complicated, but like you said, we have some time to figure out the rules and regulations. Now, what we want to see is not somebody, some heavy hand saying, okay, that's it. You know, if you mine it, you have to share everything, right? Because you know what? I'm a taxpayer. I don't necessarily want my government to spend money, you know, hauling off to some asteroid that we don't know anything about. I want a private company to do that, and I want investors to take that risk, not, not me, the taxpayer, right? And so if, if investors take that risk, they're not going to take the risk if we tell them, oh, if you get there and you find something, then you can't sell it. You have to share it, right? right? That's, just, that's not how the world works. So we do have to allow for some sort of uh, return on investment. Um, and, and I'm not talking, you know, are we going to have the next trillionaire? I, I don't know. Economists will say if you bring back the, that many rare earth metals, you're going to ruin the market and it's not going to be um, expensive anymore. So, you know, factor all that in. But the, the fact is um, we should be supporting as much as we can these people who are willing to spend their own money to get there because I would dearly love to see uh, access to more rare earth metals and, and know that we're not sending children in Africa into mines to get cobalt or whatever it is that we use to keep our phones running.